0: This is episode 99 of Parenting with the Focused Mindset. On this episode, we're going to talk about your child's dreams. Our dreams change as we grow and as we mature, but... I wonder what we can do if we can tap into the inspiration that a child has when they're dreaming and help them put that into every aspect of their life. We're going to talk a little bit about that and so much more in this episode. So let's get started. Welcome to Parenting with the Focused Mindset. I'm your host, Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. I know that raising kids is quite the journey and doesn't always turn out as we planned. Here, we talk about the solution-focused approach. We learn how to celebrate when things are going well and how to deal with the many challenges that families face. Don't forget to hit subscribe, download, follow, so you don't miss any of the family-oriented, solution-focused content that I put out for you right here each and every week. Listening to this podcast will help you be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Did you guys listen to last week's episode? If you did, then you know exactly why I chose talking about dreams for this episode, because last week I shared a story about a dream crusher in my life. Uh, I thought that he was going to be a dream builder, but there was a teacher in my life in junior high that I shared a dream with and they shot it down. And uh, it made a difference to me. And so I've shared that story. You guys can go back to episode 98 if you'd like to hear that whole story. Because today we are going to learn about how to avoid that. It is not as easy as it seems because parents all the time battle uh, giving our kids a reality check. And on the other side, there's their dream. They have this big dream. But is it even realistic? We need to work them towards being the best person they can be realistically It's something that is real because I have a lot of kids I counsel and they've told me, I don't think I can share my dream with my parent because they don't think that I can do that. They want me to just be practical. And um, I know that a parent like yourself working to be your very best self, a teacher like you are, or a, a, whoever you are working with kids, it's your desire to help them reach their very best and the question is how can we do that finding balance and I have some ideas in that manner but I'm thinking about how this is episode 99 and I have to say I'm getting a little distracted by that Uh, episode 99 is right before our big 100 and it's crazy because it's also close to a brand new year we're going to end 2021 On episode 100, also just now surpassing a few weeks back, we surpassed 10,000 downloads, and then we're going to move into 2022. So I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool that those three things came together. And when I think about how that happened, it's really because of you. Thank you for listening to this show. Uh, I need to get back on track, I know, but I just got a little bit distracted with a smile on my face thinking about, uh, I don't know, it's episode 99. Um, 99 is also my daughter's jersey for her uh, for volleyball. And I recently asked her, why in the world did you choose 99? Because they did you get to choose it. It wasn't random. And she said, well, you can't hit 100. You can't put 100 on your jersey. So I figured I would hit the very highest number that I could get. And it was 99. I was like, all right, good logic, the highest number and go 99 for her volleyball. (laughs) All right, you guys, let us get into this. Can you look back in the times in your life and think about the times when you moved forward, when you took huge leaps forward, it might've been when you asked someone, you were getting ready to ask someone to marry you or preparing to Uh, be in a new job, or it might be a time in your life when you are almost ready to buy your first car, your first house. It could just even be when you were inspired to get your very first puppy. There's all of these things that we look at and we can see it right in front of us. We're like, it's, it's obtainable. I can reach it. I can get it. And then the closer that you get to that goal, it's almost like you can taste it. It's so close to you. And then it happens and you're like, wow, I made that happen. That's amazing. Well, I think that if we can always live in that place of being inspired to reach towards becoming our best self, then we have the best chance of being who we need to be to be able to reach those goals. Now, it really doesn't matter the twists and turns that we're going to go through in life because Many of the goals that we have, or I don't even like to call them goals, like uh, many of our, um, what we're going to become, our aspirations, some of them we aren't going to reach but we're never going to reach any of them if we don't try to step forward towards something. I think many people get stuck doing nothing because they don't see a way to the end of that goal. They don't see a vision of it actually happening. So they just get stuck. It fades away. And then it was just a memory that they, a thing that they used to think about a long time ago. Well, when you think about the children that you're around and that you inspire, If they are able to share a dream with you that they have, chances are they've been tucking that away for the longest time. And I want you to remember that anytime someone tells you what they want to achieve, they're giving you a gift. And then it's your job to join with them, join with them and say, and wonder about what would happen if you could make that happen? What happened if that was true? What difference would that make and help them to really see that vision even clearer, help them to see that it is possible because that is when they're going to be able to be truly inspired. And when you think about it, uh, someone who's inspired is capable of anything in their life because they work for it. Um, They can reach something that they never even thought possible just because they believe that it's possible. I know that for me, um, I have seen kids reach little goals and big goals that they never thought possible. And it happens mostly when they're not even looking at it as a goal. They're looking at it as just something they'd like to do. They can see it happening. I know recently there's a child on our uh, in our my, the school that I work with who Uh, realized that he wished that they had a basketball league at our school. He wanted that so badly. And he came to me at the beginning of the year. He said, you know, I think that we could have a basketball league. I think that we could have all the sixth graders and maybe even the fifth graders, and they could all play in a league and play against one another. And then we can have playoffs like the final four. And he was talking all about it. And I said, you know, I think that you should talk to our vice principal about that. I wonder if you could do that. Well, the next thing I know, he actually did it. He went and talked to the vice principal. The vice principal said, "Absolutely." He got behind it hundred percent, and they made a league. Before you know it, there was signups, and then we ordered some little uh, blue—I think it was blue and red—that they little you know things vests that they put on. We split them up on the teams, um, and before you know it, there they are playing the the little league that he was he had a vision for it he went to the principal and it was happening and it was just truly inspiring for me to watch this sixth grader have a little vision and then step forward and make it happen it doesn't have to be something big but by watching that happen he knows that it's possible to make a difference in a school And it was really cute because our vice principal um, would get on the loudspeaker in the morning when there was a game and he'd be like, da-na-na, da-na-na. And then he'd say what the score is and everything. And one time I just happened to be in that child's sixth grade class when that happens. And I just saw this little grin on his face, you know, this little, this little smile. And I thought, you know, he's going to remember this sixth grade year forever, Because he developed this little dream that became a reality and then all of these children were involved and you can't believe the kids that would come in and say, hey, I'm playing on the team today. Can you come out and watch? He affected all of those people. On a big scale, I don't know what he's going to affect in his future. I I hope a lot because these are the moments in our life where we know that it's possible. Our dreams are possible just because we don't squish them. It would have been just as easy, I'm sure, for me to say something like, yeah, well, we don't have basketball here. That's cool. Um, I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm glad I inspired him to talk and just figure it out if he could do it. So the first thing is to remember that an inspired person can conquer and do just about anything. So let's help our kids capture their dreams, capture the, th- the experiences that are very real to them in their imagination, and then help them see a path to how they might get there. Just help them open up their mind and ask them to see how they might get there. Point them in the right direction rather than discourage them. That can make such a huge difference. And this is a perfect time to talk about this, because we're moving into a new year. And you hear about so many people that are make that make New Year's resolutions. And so many times New Year's resolutions fail. I mean, it's the same reason why the gyms start Building up with people at the beginning of every single year, the parking lot is just a little bit uh, harder to navigate and it's harder to find a machine to work out with. Why? Because people have made their New Year's resolutions. They're going to go work out and they're going to do it this year. They're going to be they're going to be in shape. Well, if it's just a New Year's resolution, let me tell you, it's easy to break. But what happens if it's an inspiration? of someone that they could become. I honestly believe that if someone can look towards the transformation that it could make, that that is what they need to sustain them, to keep going, because they have a vision of what they could transform to be. I mean, you heard me talk a few weeks back of how I believe that uh, transformation is what we should be after, not just reaching after a little goal. And, um, and it makes a difference in a child's life as well because they want to see a vision of what could happen and then that causes action. So when a child comes to you with big dreams, you can see that life hasn't beaten them down yet. Life hasn't told them that they can't do it or that it's just not practical I wonder what would happen if you leaned into their ability to dream and helped them become people of action because of it. You see, if they learn that pattern over and over and over again, then they're going to be more likely to take that pattern and put it into every other part of their life. You see, if that sixth grader in my school takes the same pattern that he just did and repeats it in his math and repeats it in what he'd like to do for a living and repeats it in every other part of his life. Look, he's going to find success because he is going to be moving forward with what he wants to do. It's just as important for our children. Because we're going to talk about this more next week, actually, um, building good habits that are going to get them towards where they want to be. But think about this right now. I mean, really consider children. They want to be the best version of themselves. They don't uh, walk around in their little life when they're little tiny, tiny kids and, uh, and want to be screw ups. They want to be, uh, they would dance around and they want to sing and they just have no inhibitions. When you watch a kids in their play world, when you watch a child in their play world, I should say, they have no inhibitions. They're just having such a great time dreaming and living and imagining. And we want to be able to help them tap into that as they get older and older. See, if you have a child that shared their dream, maybe you might ask them next time, if you were living in that dream and that dream was true, what's the very first thing that you would notice about your life? What would be different about your life? And then let them build it and build it. See, that's a solution focused practice that many practitioners use. They allow a client in front of them to build the very best version of their life in order for them to see a vision of what they might do in the future. Well, your child's mind is growing and molding each and every day. And when you sit in front of a child, whether it's your biological child or your grandchild or a student in your classroom, and you open their mind to a new possibility their mind is then sparking like their their uh the systems within their brain are saying oh i see something that's possible you know learning is just something that our brain craves we love to learn learning new things is something that all of us even adults uh we're wired to learn and when they can see something in their future and they they can think oh i wonder if i can investigate that that is what is going to motivate. That's what's going to inspire action. All right. So asking uh, solution focused questions to our children is going to help them to be able to go, th- go t- for their dreams and not give up. And it, like I said, it's a dream that they're going for now, but it's also creating habits in their life. So I encourage you to ask your child, if you were living in that dream, what Would you notice? What would be different about your life than it is today? What would you be doing? What do you think you could do to build that dream? That can work for almost anything. If they say, oh, I would like to be able to be a lead in a play one day, or I would like to be an artist, or I wonder if I'm going to be able to run a marathon. It could be anything. And then you can follow up with what would be different if you were living that life? open their mind to the possibility. I I remembered when I was preparing for this podcast, a student that I worked with when I was a high school counselor, his name was Brian. Brian was my teacher's aide, and he landed there because he really needed a lot of support. To be honest, he was a senior and he was a senior with the lowest grade point average in the entire school. The school I worked for was a middle college. And what that means is that the students are uh, supposed to go to college and high school at the same time. I say supposed to because Brian had not been able to successfully complete even one college class. He had been there since the 10th grade year and he had barely squeaked by to be able to even stay in that school. And as he sat there, the counselor's aid to help me out he was just trying to figure out how he could graduate. He was just figuring out how he might squeak by with some kind of low D in his essential classes. And one day I asked him, I said, when you came here in 10th grade, and here you are at a high school that's on a college campus, what was your best hope? What were you hoping would happen? And he said, well, I've always kind of thought that I would like to get a college degree. And I've always lived by this college, and I always thought, I wonder if I could get a degree from that college. So when there was an opportunity to go to this school, I just applied for it. But a lot of stuff happened, and I got off track. And before you know it, I was just failing and squeaking by. And I I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'm not getting a degree, but that's what I was hoping to do. So I asked him, if you were living in line with that dream of yours, that dream of getting a degree, What's something that would be different about your life? And he said, well, if I was doing that, then I wouldn't be sitting here with a low GPA. And I said, well, what would you be doing differently to not have a low GPA? And he said, oh, well, I'd probably study. But, you know, now I'm working in my, uh, my brother's shop and I'm working on cars. And that's probably what I'm going to keep doing. So, well, okay, you're working with cars, but... Let's think about this more because that wasn't that long ago that you were thinking about getting a degree from this very college. I mean, what would that do for you if you were able to do that? And he just sat and looked at me and he sat back and he goes, you know, my GPA, it's highly unlikely that I'm going to do that. Now, uh, you're talking to a senior in high school, right? So I wasn't going to push that in that very moment with Brian. Brian. But I just looked at him, and I just smiled. Well, over the next couple of weeks and days of his senior year, and and he had barely made enough that he was going to graduate, I noticed that he did ask me a few other questions. And he said, you know, can I make sure that I'm enrolled for next year in college? Can I make sure I do that? And I looked into it, and I saw that he could go ahead and apply. He was going to be behind, because like I said, he hadn't even uh, complied with what our school required was that you try to take college classes. He wasn't able to complete them. And Brian graduated and I was so proud of him. Well, a few years went by and I came into my office and I saw something sitting on my office and they were like, Oh, a student came to visit you while you were gone and, uh, he left something for you. And I sat on my desk and there it was. It was an invitation to Brian's college graduation. He was graduating from that college that we were sitting on the campus for, for all of those years and he had not managed to figure out how to rise above. And he brought it to me personally. I forever wish that I wouldn't have missed um, him coming by. But that was years ago, you guys. And I still have that invitation. And I put it up in my office every single year and the other day ironically that child that I talked to you about that sixth grader that um, had the basketball he said what's that who's Brian and I told him the story I said Brian graduated from college he graduated from that college even though he had a ton of struggles and he wasn't sure that he was going to be able to do it and I keep that there because of how proud I am of him and I didn't have to go into the whole story but for me it, it just It's such an inspiration to think that I don't know what his journey was. I didn't walk with him along that way after that, but he came back and he gave me that because he knew that I knew that that was a dream of his. And what happened was he needed a spark of, of an inspiration of what would happen if he did it. And one class led to another class that led to another class until he graduated. And I can imagine that even though so far I have not talked to Brian, he just dropped that off and I have not seen him. I can imagine how proud he was when he walked across that stage and he accomplished such an amazing thing. But more than that, he became, he became a college graduate No longer was he a child that squeaked by graduating with the lowest GPA in the entire school. No, he was a college graduate. And in each and every step of our life, we have an opportunity to reach down, reach into people's life, reach over next to us and help people transform into the best person, the the person that they were always meant to be, that is their best self, just by choosing to allow them to open their mind and say, what if that did happen? And what would you be doing differently right now if you could live in that reality? You see, when a person really envisions that and they're really practicing uh, the type of envisioning that's so positive in people's life, is when they look at what they could be, what they'd like to be, and then think about, well, if I would be doing that, what would I be doing differently? And then practice that today. Because really the only way that we're going to get towards a goal, as you hear about, or a transformation, as I like to say, is by taking one step at a time today towards that. But sometimes it just seems impossible. But if we can see that vision, Now, you can do that in your own life as well. I know it's made a big difference for me. I talk about how this podcast was once just a vision and I had to take steps forward. Would I ever make it to 99, let alone 100 if I didn't? Absolutely not. There was a time when I bought the microphone and the microphone sat in its package for quite a few months. Why? Because I was unable to see Uh, the full vision, I was, well, I was somewhat just paralyzed and I don't know how to do that, but I had to take steps forward. I had to see a vision and then take steps forward. Each and every one of us can take things in our life that we've been through. And we remember that the only way they accomplished, you accomplished your uh, vision is by taking steps forward. And unfortunately, all of us have memories in our life when we failed to step forward and that in uh, vision of our future slipped away and we were not able to capture it. And that is exactly what's happening in our children each and every day. They see a vision of their future. Sometimes they don't share it because they don't think it's safe to do so. They think it's going to be smashed down. They just keep it quietly in their heart. Well, you might be that person that not only asks what their dream is, but then gives them the encouraging words to light a fire, ignite something within them that helps them move forward. And then they will see the results of that years down the road. And they'll remember that you're the one that helped them towards that. Right? So I want you to be able to really consider that when you go into the new year, because now is the time to really think of the, ways that you can motivate people in a way that will make a difference. Some people make uh, the mistake of motivating their children by um, by telling them what, all the things that could go wrong. All right? I'm just going to say it like they just say, you know what, if you don't, this is going to happen. I have fallen into that. I hate it when I do. And when I do, I, I notice it right away now. I'm sure there's been many times before I noticed it that I would, fall into that if you if you do this then this is going to happen if you don't do your math you're going to fail which will make it so you don't get into any good grades when you any good classes later in life or I don't know My daughter tells me about uh, a horrible situation that happened one time when she didn't get a good grade in a science class. And I apparently said all kinds of things about, oh, now it's going to be impossible for you to accomplish your goals if you don't pass this science class. Ugh, yuck, ew. (laughs) I did that out of fear. I was fearful that my daughter wasn't going to reach her best. And I was upset, I'm sure, that things didn't go right for that test. But now I have to go back and see how she did accomplish all of her goals. And she is a teacher, which is what she wanted to be. And lo and behold, that science class didn't hold her back from it. It did, however, put a really bad memory in her mind. So I want you to avoid that We have to be so careful about the things that we say that we're realistic in the fact that no, one little tiny mishap is not going to ruin everything. And that it's all about the journey. And more than that, honestly, uh, we shouldn't limit our child's access to their dreams because we're also limiting their journey. All right. The journey towards the dream is what matters. It's where you learn. It's where you grow. Even not making a dream is huge as far as what you learned and the process to get there. And then you can start again towards a more well refined dream or a dream that is actually uh, the one that you want to reach. See, the journey is so important. The most awful thing that you can do is ruin somebody's dream because you're also ruining their possibility of having the journey towards the dream. So there's just all kinds of reasons why it's important that we just button up that lip when we want to get into that fear mentality with a child that we're working with and start with the, if you don't do this, then you'll never get that. Rather. Turn that around and say, what would be different if you were working towards that? What would be different in your life if you were getting an A right now? How would you be acting different? How would, how would things look differently? And you see, maybe right now getting an A for them is, seems extremely unobtainable. Well, why not ask them, what grade would you like to be getting? And many times they'll be like, well, I'd just be happy to get a C. Well, what would you be doing differently to get a C? You see, these steps forward, steps in the direction that leads them on the journey towards seeing something even uh, better in their life, even bigger in their life, whatever it might be. It's all about transformation. We're transforming our mind, we're transforming our heart, we're transforming our actions. So we can be a person that can see uh, the best version of ourselves in that future and then walk towards it. I just think it's just so very, very important as we're moving into 2022 and we're moving into the next season of our life. Even if you're listening to this, uh, whatever time you're listening to this, whatever season you're moving into. It's so important to talk to our children about their dream and make sure that they see it as achievable. Listen to them when they want to dream, uh, be a part of that dream, become a person that's walking alongside them towards that. And then you're going to be able to be the one to reap the results when they turn and show you what they accomplished. So, Like I said, next week, we're going to be talking about how we can uh, have the habits towards success. And I am so happy that you were able to be here today. And I hope that this message uh, sparks interest in you to be able to help someone in your life move towards a dream that they've had. And just to be that encourager, just to be that person that unlocks their potential rather than squishes it. And if this uh, helped you think of somebody in your life, feel free to share this. And every platform that you listen, there's a way to share. You could even just copy the URL and paste it in a uh, email. There's, you could put on their social media page, send it to them in messenger, all the different ways that you already know to share things. Feel free to share this episode. It's another way that you can support the episode because that's really the way it grows is by people like you. And then it gets pushed out to more people that might be interested in this solution focused content that really helps us be the very best version of ourselves And I want to take a minute to help you, uh, find even more resources to be solution focused. You can always go over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com right there. I give you solution focused activities, uh, material. You'll see how you can book me for speaking if you'd like to. I love speaking at, uh, mops groups and church groups, and I have different conventions and, uh, so many different places. I've had that opportunity pop up and I'd love to explore that with you as well. So that's all on my website, thefocusedmindset.com. You'll also see a place where there's a contact me. And then in the show notes, which are the notes right below this show, I always put helpful links. One of them is the Big Life Journal. I've told you that I love the Big Life Journal products because it's one of the most effective ways to teach kids to be resilient and they can do it on their own. Most of the products are self-taught products that inspire kids to be their best self. And I just think that that's an amazing tool that we can use. It can kind of help us stand in the gap when we're not being our best self and they have some other tools besides just us us imperfect parents, imperfect people (laughs) that make mistakes. Uh, We need things to also help us along the way. The Big Life Journal can help with that. So you can either go to my website and click on the Big Life Journal that takes you to my affiliate page, or you can go to the link that also does the same thing. I also leave all of the links to my social media pages if you'd like to follow me. Uh, Every place I share the Focused Mindset And um, I also have a special YouTube in my kids YouTube channel. I did a whole YouTube on how to say thank you. All right. Now, let me tell you, kids aren't born knowing how to say thank you. All right. We may think they do, but come to find out if we just say, don't forget to say thank you, they'll probably forget. And then you'll have to tell them, say thank you. Well, It's coming up on the time in a week or so that your kids are most likely going to be getting gifts from grandma, aunt, uncle, and I think that you ought to be proactive and help them learn to say thank you. One way you can do that is to have them watch the video that I made. I talk about the three steps, which are acknowledge what you get, then smile and make eye contact, and then say thank you very much. And I talk all about that for the kids. That's, like I said, a kid's YouTube channel that I have. Kretz for kids and then in parentheses i have kfk and the kids love the videos that i put out that i work with so um, if you want your kid to listen that feel free but even if you don't teach your kids beforehand practice the way you want them to receive the gifts that they get because they're not born knowing that and it will just eliminate a lot of um, embarrassment and teach them those skills all right so it's time for me to get going And I'll see you next week on episode 100. Until next time, keep in touch and take care.